0: What's up, everybody? My name is Mills, and welcome to the NFT DGENs podcast. On this podcast, I will try and cover everything Solana NFT related, from market updates to project overviews to the latest news. I've got you covered. And we are back. Welcome, welcome. Today, we have an exciting episode for you all. I will be covering the state of the NFT and crypto markets I will then do a little overview on a project called YAH, which is a peer-to-peer NFT trading platform on the Solana blockchain. After that, I'll talk about some of the latest news with the Phantom mobile app and discuss the latest trends of casino type NFT projects. Before we get started, if you enjoy this type of content and want to see more of it, please remember to give me a follow and leave a five star review. It is greatly appreciated as this helps my podcast get more visibility. So without further ado, let's dive in. So let's do a quick market update. All this data is gonna be per Solana analysis. The current total market cap for Solana NFTs is 1 billion. In the previous update I did about two to three weeks ago, we are looking at a total market cap of about 500 million, if I recall correctly. So we saw a significant bump in market cap and a large increase in volume. Weekly volume at one point was about 15 million, and we peaked at roughly 50 million. We're currently sitting at 36 million on the seven day volume. So things have cooled off a bit, we're slowing down, but it will be interesting to see if the volume is sustainable and if we can see an influx of volume come in and drive us up further. Now let's look at the top 10 projects by uh, market cap. So Solana Monkey Business, number one, 227 million. Number two, Shadowy Supercoder, 138 million. Number three, Degenerate Ape Academy, 80 million. Number four, Basis Markets, seventy million. Number five, Aurori, forty-eight million. Number six, Boyoku Dragons, twenty-nine million. Number seven, Thugbirds, twenty-seven million. Number eight, Monkey Kingdom, nineteen million. Number nine, Space Runners, seventeen point nine million. And number ten, Portals, seventeen point seven million. Now let's look at some of the Uh, Top five movers by volume and this data is per soul radar So first off we have shadowy super coders 3383 soul per 24 hours then space runners 1594 soul stoned ape crew 1589 baby ape social club 1168 and Meat Colony, 1,058 sold per 24 hours. So these are your top five movers. And for reference, in USD, on the top side, Shadowy Coders did 581,000 USD in volume. And on the bottom side, Meat Colony did 181,000 USD in volume. Moving on to the crypto market as a whole, it is still chopping around. We haven't necessarily found a bottom yet. I personally think more downside is on the books across the board for crypto. But as long as things are sideways and relatively lackluster in terms of volatility i expect nfts to continue their uptrend though a larger sell-off in crypto could mean returning to that 500 million in total market cap my prediction is that we will see one more large dump followed by a sideways price action which will lead to an nft run I'm targeting mid-January, but it's fairly arbitrary to predict something like this. So we will take it day by day, engage the sentiment of the markets, and overall stability. Currently, the price of seoul is at $172. We saw it go as low as $150 and as high as about $204. In the same time frame, we saw Bitcoin go as low as $42,000 and as high as $52,000. Currently, we're at about $47,000. It's important to remember Bitcoin controls the ebb and flows of the crypto markets and NFTs are also at its mercy. To sum it up, we're not fully out of the woods in terms of downside for crypto, so it is possible NFTs bleed out further. I think we see a rebound next month for NFTs and sideways for crypto. However, none of this is financial advice. So as always, do your own research. That's it for the market update. Let's move on to the project overview for a peer-to-peer NFT trading platform called YAH. So what is YAW? Simply put, it is a peer-to-peer NFT trading platform. But before we dive in deeper, why build something like this? With the explosive growth of NFTs and user adoption skyrocketing, YAW saw that the space was looking for something where people could safely trade peer-to-peer and be confident they were not being scammed. They estimate that over 500,000 USD and NFTs had been stolen alone in the past three months. So with the space increasing in users, this number was only going to go up. So enter YAH. By utilizing smart contracts, they built the ecosystem's first automated escrow service for peer-to-peer NFT trading. By removing the need for a trusted middleman, they have made the space safer for everyone. They began with a single short-term goal, which was to eliminate scammers from the NFT community. In a perfect world, we could trade peer-to-peer and not worry about being scammed, but we don't live in that world. So this platform makes trading peer-to-peer safe, verifiable, easy, and frictionless. You can also sweeten trades with Sol. There are over 200 verified collections. These are collections that have been directly verified by the team and have the stamp of approval when creating a trade. So now that we understand what it is YAD does, how it makes NFT trading safer, and why there is a need for it, let's talk about another feature which is in addition to the NFT trading. They added in PvP mini games where you can wage your soul. The games are simple but include Rock, Paper, Scissor, Death Roll, which is, a first, which is the first person to roll a one loses. In the future, they will add in card games and poker card tournaments and such for more prizes. They also plan to add frictionless communication, trading rooms, and gaming lobbies, and an auction house where anyone can list an NFT to start a bidding war with a set time frame. More YA equals more time on the auction. So the goal is to have a platform that is decentralized. So in order to do so, they need a governance token. So they created their token YAH, which is a governance token, but is also backed by platform revenue. 50% of all platform transaction fees will go to the YAH treasury, which holders of YAH will get to vote and decide what they would do with it. 50% of the fees will go to the YAH team to incentivize them to continue building and also fund um, further development. For example, they could vote to pay holders with the revenue. They could also use it to buy back and burn some of the supply. Anything, I mean, they can imagine. Great. So now we have the a peer to peer NFT trading platform with mini games and a governance token, but now they need to distribute their tokens. They will be distributing the tokens to Solstein NFT holders. This project already minted a little while back at 0.5 Sol. I believe it sold out the collection of 2,222 Solsteins. Fast forward, they're looking to rebrand and further distribute tokens. They have a new launch coming soon. Pre-sales on the 4th of January if you're whitelisted. This will introduce Quantum Traders. This project will have 8,888 Quantum Trader NFTs in the collection who also benefit in the distribution of YOD tokens. So why buy a Solstein? Because they get you whitelisted for the pre-sale of Quantum Traders. And as mentioned, they will also get you a greater airdrop of YOD tokens and will be further stakable for more tokens. Quick recap, YOD tokens are distributed to Solstein holders and Quantum Trader holders. Both holders can stake for more tokens. Solsteins will get a larger amount of tokens and will also get you whitelisted to mint the, the quantum traders on the 4th of January. So that is the Yaw NFT trading platform and their NFT project Solsteins, which is already minted their new project, Quantum Traders. First chance to get them January 4th. Check them out. Moving on to Phantom. So they had begun closed beta testing where they released 1000 invites initially to test the mobile app and they are releasing another 1000 I think yesterday. So far all the feedback I have been seeing is really positive. You get all the same enjoyment out of the PC version and more. It looks even better if I'm being honest in the videos that I have seen. However, I wasn't able to get a beta invite. I'm sure they will continue to open up to more and more testers as they stress test and iron out any initial kinks. There's still no concrete date for the mobile release, but I'm imagining sometime in January. That's just a quick update on the mobile app. Quick reminder of things to be bullish on first. Again, I'll mention the Phantom mobile app. I think this will open up the Salon NFT space to more users, more access to mints at more times of the day, and just an overall necessity to pushing this space further. We also have Twitter profile pic verification coming. This is going to remove the LARPers, the ones who are right-click saving images and using them as their profile pics. To me, this will further NFTs as a status symbol because now you can flex your NFT Legitimately to the world, and people can verify that you do, in fact, own that. This will also put NFTs at the forefront of the space. NFTs will most likely spread to other social media platforms over time in the form of profile pics. Lastly, we have the Coinbase NFT Marketplace. Tons of talk around this, lots of buzz. Many people have signed up to use it. This should also put NFTs in the conversation. To me, these are all bullish events, and there's no reason to be macro bearish on NFTs. Maybe in the short term, but there's just a ton of good stuff happening for this space. Next, I'm gonna talk about the next trend. As we all know, trends come and go, and this is especially true for NFTs. We had the PFP run, then we had airdrops, then we had royalties and pixelated NFTs, derivatives, tokens, gaming, staking, and now we're at the ultimate phase of the generacy and it's gambling or casino type NFT projects. It's important to note that I'm not bashing these type of projects. I'm simply pointing at their trends and projects ride these waves. So don't get too caught up in the trend. There is value to be extracted, but it is very difficult to do so. First up, I want to talk about Degen Coin Flip. One of the first um, casino type projects that I know of. They minted at 0.33 and are now at a 50 Sol floor and over 10 million in usd flipped on their platform three percent of all winnings accrued back to coin holders and the current flip options are 0.05 SOL, 0.1 0.25 0.5 and one SOL. i believe they voted to raise it to two i'm not sure if that went through already um, but anyways that's djing Coinflip, one of the most successful projects i also want to talk briefly about SOL casino another successful project Royalties are shared with the Turtle NFT project, I believe, simply by just holding them. They offer an array of casino-type games. These are two of the most successful games that have sort of kicked off the trend. Now we're seeing these projects pop up left and right. These are just two examples, but the real reason why I wanted to talk about this trend is it is important as an investor to be able to identify trends before they happen to prevent yourself from all the opportunists who will now label their projects as casinos and offer revenue share with no real intention of ever creating a casino and be able simply just use it to sell out their nft projects and dump on the mentors those who can identify the trends early and see the potential usually reap the benefits though there is always risks in getting in the first projects as well offering something new anyways Be safe out there, identify the trends, and make the best educated decision you can. That will wrap up today's episode. Thanks for listening. And again, if you enjoyed this type of content and you want to see more of it, please remember to give me a follow and leave a five-star review. It is greatly appreciated as this helps my podcast get more visibility. That's all for today. As always, thanks for tuning in to the NFT Gens podcast.